Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Hey there, Quajo here, and I am with my new website developer. Actually, he's not new. He's been developing my brand new website over the past several weeks, and his name is Archie Alibasa, and he's gonna help you understand how a website can help your business conversions increase, why a good designed, like a well-designed website with good English, why a well-designed website is really good for your business. I mean, he's shared a little bit with me as we've gotten to know each other over the past bit of time, and he's been building websites for 15 years, and he's done about 20 or so in the past years. He's located in the Philippines, and if you forgot where I'm located, I'm in Mexico. Archie, thank you for being here on this episode. Hey, guys. Quejo, thank you so much for having me. I am super excited, and I feel super blessed to be Part of this episode, and I'm so excited to share what I know with your audience to you know help them create a really really great website. Awesome. Speaking of really great websites, I'm kind of just <laughs> we were laughing, but right before we hit record, because I pulled up my old website and new website. By the way, you the podcast listener, if you have not yet gone to the YouTube channel of the Funnel Fix Friday episodes, which are getting great reviews, by the way. Head down to the show notes below and click on the subscribe to the Art of Online Business YouTube channel link and go watch this episode there after you subscribe, of course. Because you can see right now, Archie and I are looking at the before and after and it's just, it's like night and day, maybe slightly embarrassing. Okay, so the context before you point out what was so wrong with my previous website, Archie, mm -hmm. the, the context here is why do we have a website as business owners? And that would be for one thing, to convert, like to optimize conversions, yeah. to convert website yeah. visitors into clients, right? What are the three things that that really entails, Archie? Like when we talk about converting a website visitor into a client, like what's really important on a website for that? Okay, there are two general, I'd say two general factors about you know building a website. First, I, I wanna just talk about, so your website is basically your store. Mm -hmm. You know, in the absence of a physical brick and mortar store, you're selling services, whether it's a digital, online service, this is what sells you in the online space. So you want to make sure that it's built 
nicely. It has the right copy and it loads very quickly. So there are two aspects to it, the front end and the back end. With the back end, you want to make sure that it loads fast. It's lightweight, especially in mobile. And in the front end, you want to make sure that you have a really, really good design, a balanced design. Yeah. You want to make sure that you have excellent copy, you know, sales copy. And then the one thing, the, the final thing is you want to make sure that the combination of design and copy would convert your customer. Because ultimately, you don't, you don't want a beautiful, sexy website. You don't want to be flashy and extravagant with your words. You just want something that sells. And ultimately, that's the end goal. And that's what I always tell clients is, you know, as Rick would say, you want to simplify everything yeah. because the, the end goal really is to sell your services, to sell your product to your audience. Right. So we're going to dive into key principles of user experience design and basically how they make your website more user friendly. Mm -hmm. We're not going to get into all the technical stuff, but like if you're listening to this episode, you will get some principles in just a moment that will, especially if you're a DIYer, like I was because I'm a recovering DIYer because, oh man, as you look at this, it's quite clear that I should have hired a professional like way before. I mean, I was on Squarespace before and then Archie put me on WordPress. Yeah. Probably like many of you, I was scared when I heard like the W word. I was like, oh no, can't you just build it? <laughs> build it in Squarespace? And he was like, ah, it's going to be a lot better for your brand and business if we do it in WordPress. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. let me trust the professional. And I'm glad I did. So, I mean, if you want to share just a little bit, describe what you're seeing, Archie, on this page, which is my old website and then my new website. And just can you tell me why the new one looks so good just for the people that are listening and haven't yet gone over to the YouTube channel? Because if you're on the YouTube channel, you could see why the new one's better. What, what's wrong here at the old one? OK, so, yeah, you know, first of all, I'm going to be nice to you, Quajo. <laughs> OK, great. <laughs> I'm going to say the first thing that strikes out to me is there's no balance with your previous Squarespace websites. It's just color and the text formatting with the text, you know, kind of off. There's no balance. As you can see right now. You see, when I talk about balance, you're going to look at the headline on the left side is big. And then you have a subheading, that one, which kind of is not matched with the heading. And then you're going to take a look at the right side. You're going to say, that's way too small compared to the headlines that you have on the left side. Hold on a second. For the podcast listener, we're talking, yeah. we're looking at a screen right now that it's like step one, step two, step three to work with me. And what he's talking about is on the left uh -huh. side of the screen, like step one is in like a blue color, which is my palette and it's all caps, but it's kind of small. And then the subheading yeah. for that headline is actually yeah. bigger than the step one itself. And then the, what's in the subheading says, are we a match to work together? And then on the right hand side, it goes into all the details about if we're matched to work together. But what you're saying, RG, is it's not balanced. What does that mean design wise? Like, is it just, I, I was getting applications for, from people to work with me as an ads manager. But when you say it's not balanced, it just like makes somebody feel uneasy or just makes me look like an amateur. What's going on there? So yeah. let's assume, Quajo, that no one knows you, right? Like right now, everyone knows who Quajo, but let's assume for a moment that you just stepped into the game. You build a website, you're trying to sell what you have. And then people go to your website and say, who's Quajo? What does he do? Well, let me find out about him on his website. 
He clearly doesn't design websites. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm going to go, you know, with design, it heavily involves a fundamental understanding of human, right. psych, you know, human psychological tendencies, right? And you want to make sure that the information flow naturally and it's easily, okay. you know, I'm going to okay. use a buzzword, digestible for your audience. So that means you want to make sure that they're able to absorb it without any tension okay. between and the human eyes and the human brain. But I'm going to touch on this very briefly on the difference between your current website and the new website. And the reason for that, you can see the text is kind of small. And, and for the audience that are looking, watching this on YouTube, the reason why it looks small on Quajo's screen, because Quajo is using a, a pretty large screen. Right. Right. So that's kind of reason why you're going to see the text uh, a little bit small. But uh, don't worry, because the text, when we build websites, the text actually adjusts itself to the screen that you're using. So it could be a full HD, yeah. it could be 2K, 4K, widescreen, or traditional, or by tree. So it automatically adjusts itself to the sizing. That is really cool for your website. My website, the previous <laughs> one that I tried to do myself. Well, I'll, let's be honest. Like I was trying to do it myself to get it done really quick. I was trying to save some money by just doing it myself. Right. Then I realized, oh, after I looked at what you did, I'm like, thank God I invested with Archie. Mm -hmm. Like, because there were so many problems with my old one, but I just, I want to be fully transparent here. When you look at these boxes on the right. screen, which have like five plus years of, this was after I saw Archie's website, which looks like this, I was like, huh. Those elements are really cool. Let me try to recreate them by myself on my old one. And so th those weren't like he borrowed those elements from me. It wasn't the case. I borrowed these elements from mm -hmm. him to try to make my old website look better. And in fact, I'll be completely honest. After I saw your website, I took like some of the background mm -hmm. colors, you know, like the different sections, how they have different background colors. Like my website didn't actually look this good before you designed my new yeah. one. I took elements from your new website and put it back into my old one to kind of help me limp along. So if we're going to talk about like key principles of the user design experience and how that makes our website user friendly, like, first of all, what is in your mind when you hear the word user friendly? Now looking at the new website, what does that mean when we say user friendly to you? I, again, it's just having the words and the design flow naturally and not not make it difficult for the person trying to understand the information or website, you know, present okay. it in a seamless, simple manner. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just going to go back and, and talk briefly about the boxes on the new website and the previous website. And you're going to see the huge difference between that is, number one, you're going to look at, if you're looking at the old website, you're going to see the numbers and the text right below that there's no balance. There's too much space in between them. They're too small. And they all cramped up at the top. And so when I look yeah. at that, you know, like, mm, okay, you know, like almost to point, like it doesn't grab your attention. And so when you look at the new website, you're going to see, here's the word, it's, it, it pops immediately because you have the numbers, huge. And you see, so what does this five mean? And you're going to immediately take a look at what it means right below that, the text right below that. It's just, Five sure. years of online experience. So, and, and again, you're going to see we're using colors on your website, but we're not using too much of those colors because you don't mm. want to turn away people and make it, 
you know, you know, sometimes when you go to websites and they have like really, really bright colors, your yeah. website uses bright colors with the yellow ones. But if you know, we, we haven't sure. really used a lot of that, that the yellow is kind of like too bright for a lot of people, but we're using it in yeah. a way that it just grabs attention and we're using it in the most important aspect of the website, which is the call to action button. Yep. It's kind of funny. Like I know about website design. Mm -hmm. But being able to coach somebody in tech, because I always say, like anybody who's listened to this podcast, I always tell them, like, your call to actions need to be a different, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. color from everything else. And I talk about website design and I coach clients in opt-in design, you know, and how to increase their conversions. But that is, unless you're working in a way that you really understand how to <laughs> design and build a website yourself, as in my Squarespace <laughs> website, like building the actual thing is difficult. So tell me more, like what went into, I guess if we're talking about like user experience and making it friendly, like I remember you were talking with me about having the sections be separate, this alternating yeah. color, like what's the reasoning behind that? So again, you know, we want to separate information. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to scroll back to the top page, you're going to see, we're talking about step one, right? So they've already yeah. looked at your header. They've already looked at your numbers. And now they're reading your step one. And you want to make sure that mm -hmm. they understand and process this information first before they jump into the next section. And psychologically, you want to create separation with that. And the way to do that is to use the colors. So you're going to see a separation in there. You have kind of like a gray, light gray, the color background at the top. And then immediately after, you have white. So that kind of like psychologically for the person, okay, so... Now the separation, they process information at the top. Now they're ready to process the next information. Because then if you kind of like use the same colors continuously, at the end of the day, the person reading the text won't be able to process. They're going to have like a brain over-processing of information. Because you see with got your it. website, you've got lots of text, lots, lots of information on there. And if they read it all at once, they're not going to be able to process it and understand really what they're reading. So you want to format it in right. a way that you're separating information. And the way to do that is with the colors that you use, the sectioning, the formatting of the text. So each and every time they go to each section, to one new section, they'll be able to fully understand what they're reading before they move forward with the next section. Gotcha. That's putting to words what my eyes are seeing. And my eyes are just seeing, dang, this looks good now. But you're, you're really kind of explaining. Think of it in a way, Quejo, if you're reading a legal document on a Word, on Microsoft Word or whatever Word app you're using, and it's just a whole page of texts, and you're going to, at, at one point, you're going to get tired of reading and not understand mm. exactly what you're reading. We want to avoid that because, again, we want to go back to the fact that we're using your website to sell something and you want to sell something but making them understand what you are, what you're selling and why they need you for their business. And so that's why we're using colors, separation, formatting, which is something that you can't really do with a regular document. Agreed. Agreed. So that's what, we, that's what a website does. I feel like I want to talk about how I wanted to put emojis on the website because I like emojis and you <laughs> shot yes. me down. And you wouldn't let yeah. me put emojis. And you started saying it's, it's in my benefit to not have them there. But, but tell me, I know you told me it makes the website load quicker, but like, tell me a little more detail, like, for, so the listener can understand. And then I know we're not going to get into detail on this episode about other things that yeah. 
you know, increase yeah. loading speed. But talk us through that a little bit, because that's very important for conversions and this whole loading thing. And so why did you shoot me down on the emojis? Okay, so a lot of people, everyone's going to have a different opinion of mm-hmm. emojis. I would talk about my personal experience and my personal opinion about emojis. They're fun and they're okay because they they kind of visualize your personality, whatever emotion you want to convey on your on your website. But I feel like emojis are a hit and miss affair. They may or may not work for you. It really depends on on what kind of business you have, the tone of your uh, website copy. Now, I said, and you wanted to have, I think we talked about having a flag, an emoji flag over there yeah. on one of those pages. He said, it might, it might be cool to yeah. have that over there. I said, you know, and this is one thing that a lot of developers would always tell you because a lot of developers are not design people, right? And then you're going to say immediately, you know, you want to use emojis because it kind of drags your website. It, it adds to the weight of your website. When you say add to the weight, what does that mean for loading speed? Yeah. And just talking briefly about the weight. So that is the amount of tech code that is being used to write okay. your website and present it in a visual way on the front end. And so the more code you use, the bigger the file size and the heavier it becomes. And you don't want to do that for your website approximately 50, 60%. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, 80% of your visitors come from your mobile phones. And that's really the reason why, you know, search engine giants like Google, right? we're all shifting to a mobile landscape and with mobile you know with you know you want to have a lightweight website because of the restrictions with the websites the the speed of the hardware of your mobile phone so you want to have a lightweight load as fast as you can website for your mobile visitors and that's the reason why we try to avoid you know emojis and if you're going to take a look at those small photos, they may look small, but if you don't optimize them, images take up a lot of the weight on your website. I'd say about half of the file size of your website are all images. Wow. Okay. And so I'm just going to go back to a website, Quejo. You are using super heavy images. <laughs> so it, it was weighing your website down, but you didn't notice. Oh, in the previous website. You're talking about images in the previous website? Yeah. Yeah. I think I may have taken some of those images off already. Again, uh-huh. copying uh-huh. your design cues. Yeah. So, Archie, I got one more question for you. You had my color palette, yet you're not using all of the colors in my color palette. And I know you educated me on this, but please educate the listener. Like, how do you go about choosing which colors from the color palette actually are the ones that you're going to use on the website and maybe even tell them a couple mistakes that people do with their colors. Yeah. Okay. So with a lot of people, when you have a color palette, it's really like a combination of five different colors. The first three would something that's a little bit bright and then Mm -hmm. the rest would be neutral. Now your main colors are actually the teal, the yellow and the dark blue. And you're going to see the dark blue, the, the navy blue is your neutral color that comes with your white and your gray, and then okay. you have your active color, which is the yellow. And I'd say I'd say that teal is kind of between neutral and like active dynamic bright. So what I did here is I used the brightest, you know, most interactive color for the most important aspect of your website. 
which is a call to action button. And then I yeah. used kind of like a neutral-ish color teal for, you know, presenting information that's needed, like, you know, your name, what you do. And, and then a lot of the neutral colors with the blue and the white and the gray, because again, you want to make sure that your colors work with your sales copy, with your copy on your website. Okay. So you don't want to have a very boring black and white copy on your uh, website page, but you also don't want it to be too contrasting, like it kind of like, you know, say you could only imagine if we were using a lot of the yellows and the, I know you also have orange on your website. Yeah. You can only imagine like it's just going to be so so difficult on the eyes and i would just say oh no you know what you know what i, I don't want to read this because it's too hard in my eyes but yeah we again you know i'm going to go back to the word balance okay we use that to create balance and separation and present the the website in a way that would be attention grabbing but at the same time easy to process and read gotcha gotcha well i'm sure the listeners wondering how long does it take, let's say, to build a five-page website like with you? Okay. If all factors were constant, like say, you know, you already have design, everything is in place, ideally it only takes anywhere between six to eight weeks for me. It could even, sometimes clients come up to you and say, you know, I, I need this pretty quickly. And I did the, the minimum that I would say is four weeks. Yeah. But then there are a lot of factors that are involved, especially with the schedules. And and this one was something that we had to kind of really go around with, with you and I, Quajir, because I, you're, you're a super busy entrepreneur. You've got a lot of things on your plate and it's not easy to like, ideally you, we talk and we sit down once a week to just talk about, run through all of the pages and discuss the changes that we want to do for the sure. next version of the website. But, you know, that doesn't work really for a lot of business owners, because again, you're busy you, and not everyone has the time to hop on a call and discuss design and sales copy. So right. I'd say ideally four to six weeks, about eight weeks, but realistically anywhere between two months onwards for a lot of the people that I've worked with. And I would say like, just to throw something in here, I would say you made the process really easy. And we're not going to talk about the process. We'll talk about mm -hmm. that in an upcoming episode. But I do want to say here, you did make it easy for me because you would send like a nice bullet pointed email. Oh, thanks. Man. Like that would say, okay, like, what do you want to decide about this and this and this and this and this? And then you would like have a, a screen recording of the new website asking me like the questions visually that you put in the email. And you were great. Like, thank you. Every time you had a fix to make or you had a decision that I needed to make, it's like the email was there in my inbox. Now, was I really good about responding to you like super quick? No, but you were really good about helping me, especially because like that's a consideration. Like I'm here you're over there in the yeah, Philippines. Yeah. Like, you, you really made it easy for me to move the process along. I just want to, that was a good experience. So I, I was, I was actually quite worried, Quejo, because I, I, was thinking, you know, would he be able to really understand the process of how we were doing it? And back in the day, I would just say that the alternative to not having a phone conversation is to have your screen recording and just kind of let's just walk through what you want to do, which is what we did for us. Because yeah. I, I knew you, were, you didn't really have the availability to hop on a call. So back in the day, it was 
a little bit more challenging for us because we didn't have screen recording. So everything had to be like, you know, text and all of that. Yeah. But now, you know, thank you for technology. We were able to record information and that really made it a whole lot easier for us to collaborate and exchange ideas. Yeah. And so it, it went out pretty great. And I'm, I'm super, super happy with what we came up with. So thank you. And yeah, again, you. <laughs> this, this website is just, it looks way better. I'm like, we're going to actually talk in another episode. It's kind of the mentality and why, like, because I'm, I'm a recovering DIYer. I'll say that. And <laughs> I, I, let's be honest, like I wanted to, like, not that your, your services are actually quite affordable. I just wanted to do it myself. But after seeing the new website, I'll say it like this. I wish I had met you and had you design a website like a mm -hmm. year ago. And I will okay. also say that at the time of the recording of this episode, it's like January 15th, 2024. There has been an uptick in applications for my oh, ads wow. management service. Awesome. I will say since December. And that is a little after like we rolled out this new website. And it really, I, I choose to believe, look how professional this new, new website looks compared to the old one. And people do make, they do make like a snap instant decision when they see your website. Yeah. And like, I believe like just more people are looking at the website now and they're like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing just because the website actually looks mm -hmm. good and mm -hmm. professional. So that is my, I guess my plug for you, but that's also my encouragement to you, the listener. Like if you're doing it yourself, we'll go into another episode why like having a professional do it for you on WordPress, like Bill doing it on, or even just having someone use Squarespace or Wix or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just hands down, this, this result is a lot better. After, you know, we've discussed a lot in this episode. If somebody wants to, like if a listener wants to work with you, Archie, like what would be the next? steps and of course you you know i'll link the link in the show notes below but what would be the next steps for them yeah before i go into that i'm super happy and thankful that you know what we created results for you i'm, I'm so happy that things are starting to convert for you Quajo. that's super awesome and i would say this to a lot of business owners and i do understand that you know the necessity to diy things because not everyone has the budget but i would say this having a really good well-built website as with any business, is an investment. You know, and a lot of people look at it as kind of like an, a cost. You know, I don't really have the, the money. Well, you need to invest because that means more growth for your business and more conversions for your business. And it's yeah. an investment. And I would say is almost kind of a necessity. It, it's not a necessity for everyone because you could always, there's always, a, you know, there are always um, options to DIY. But for the serious business owner, that really wants to create an, an impact and create a really, really great presence online, it will really pay dividends for you to invest on in a really good, well-built website. And so having said that, hop over to my website. It's arcawebsolutions.com. We offer website services. We also offer WordPress maintenance, hosting, and technical stuff for you. So be sure to check that out. Cool. How do you spell that? ArcaWebSolutions.com. Arca is A-R-C-A and then WebSolutions.com. Arca is actually a abbreviation of my full name. My sister gave it to me, actually. So she's okay. entitled to royalties. Cool. Gotcha. She's All right. for her royalties ever since. <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make sure to figure out. Oh, yeah. This has been a good episode. ArcaWebSolutions.com. Somebody can see the steps there to work with you. And of course, that link is in the show notes below. 
Thank you, Archie, for designing my website and then building it. Thank you for saving me from the previous website, which I thought was good. But oh my gosh, like if you're watching the YouTube channel, you can see how much my old website sucked compared to the new one. And I'm absolutely happy for that investment because, I mean, it was a one-time thing. And I'm going to have this new website for until I decide to make another one. But this one looks good, so I'm not getting rid of it anytime soon. So yeah, all right. This is the end of the episode. Until the next time that you see me or hear from me, be blessed. Take care. Bye. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.